Hi, I'm Keisha Bisram. I'm Emily Nicole Cameron. And this is the Every Shade Podcast, Season 3. Hello. Oh, hi. <laughs> is my face really big? Hmm. Can you hear me? I can't hear you. Oh, you can't hear me? Do you have your mic in? Nope. Not yet. Do you want to try putting your mic in? Oh, wait. I have you on mute. That's why. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Can you hear me now? What is wrong with me? Um, Hi. Can you hear me? (laughs) I can hear you. Okay. Goodness. Oh, I'm a straight up asshole. Um, uh, sorry. <laughs> I'm like, that's weird because my microphone's not me. Oh my god. I'm trying to like, I got like some film noir thing going on here. <laughs> all right. Well, I, um, I have a, I have my I have like all my lights on, so like just to brighten up everything. You know what? Oh I also like have so much. I don't have. I know I don't have one. There's so much stuff like being stored back here that I'm trying to hide it so that you can <laughs> see like, everything that's being stored. Oh, now you got up. We're seeing everything. Um, let me see. Wait, did you say you had your mic in or not? No. Oh, okay. Cool. Let's nice. test that. Yeah, yeah. Whenever you're ready. Because what I want to do is I want to like record us on our mics for like two minutes or so sure hop off zoom and then i'm gonna listen back to the recording that's That's a little better right yeah it's just better um um but yeah i want to listen back to like how we sound and then we can move forward okay yeah we can hop back on the link yeah it's dark in here Hmm. We'll get you a ring light, girl. <laughs> really? All right. So I have not, I don't know how to use this thing. Oh my gosh. It's like a microphone microphone. I know. What is, <laughs> I <don't> know. <laughs> well, when I ordered it on Amazon, I did, I thought it was going to be a lot smaller, but it's like, it's an <laughs> those are awesome. Yeah. Obviously I haven't opened mine yet. So, all right. That's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, it just just assemble. <laughs> just, just assemble. Oh, this is awesome. <laughs> I, I thought it was gonna be like a tiny, like little microphone or something. Like it looked a lot smaller on Amazon. And then when yeah. I opened it up, I was like, oh shit, this is like a stage mic. Like yeah, yeah. And it's it's pretty right. good quality for like I don't know, it was like fifteen bucks or something. Oh, that's pretty good. Do I, do I have to do anything or? Well, but you do sound a little different. I do already? Oh, wow. Yeah. That like amplifies a lot. Wow. Okay. And it's like, it has to be like here. Here. Like. You have a stand? What do you have yours on? Yeah. It's a stand. It comes with a stand. Oh. Oh. There, yeah. So it does. Oh, that's so cute. Right. Sorry, I'm super excited. <laughs> I had the same reaction. And it comes with the. I don't know that we need those, but I don't think we need that. 
I think because it's like I was wondering what this was. I was like, oh, it looks like it could be used for like an actual stage. I feel like one of those podcast people you see on TikTok. Yeah, they're always talking about like how a radio show men like are or how shitty men are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how crappy our society is. All that, all that stuff. Wait, I don't know if how Zoom gets good or not. Possibly. My desk is like super low, so I've had to like prop up everything. Um, let's see. Sorry. There you go. Well, get settled so you can um, be comfortable. Is that close enough if I speak yeah, there? I can hear you very clearly. It's very oh, nice. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Can you bring it a little closer at all or no? I mean, I don't think you I mean, I can, I can just hold it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I want you to be comfortable. I don't want you to hold it the whole time. <laughs> um, let me see. I just... If not, it's totally okay. I just want to hear it. I'm trying to just adjust the... I guess you can adjust the hand, like stand up like you can. Oh, how's oh? I know the stand is not really the the best. (laughs) It's just an awkward. I just have nothing to prop it on right now. Is hold on, place it where you had it placed before. Just on the desk. I can hear all the movement. Sorry. <laughs> it's like I can't see what you're doing. I'm just hearing like something happening. <laughs> Sorry. Does that work? Does that work at all? All right, let it go. Okay, talk like normal. Say something. I don't know. You have to bend over. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, like sit up straight and like. Um, so, like, if I'm just talking to you, does that sound better? Yeah, that sounds really good. Wow. Okay. This is nice. Okay. So legit. <laughs> I can't hear any difference. So. Um, I can hear it a little bit. It's okay. Like, okay. It's like it sounds. It just sounds like it just sounds like more clear. I guess. Oh, okay. I guess the only note I will have is just don't touch it when we're when we're talking. To pick up sound, pop it up a little bit. I need something. Oh, hang on. I have an idea. Are we being recorded? Yeah. <laughs> this is this is I'm all great material. I just like, <laughs> I may or may not use this. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of funny. All right, let's see. Um, how's that? Is that any better? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. Right, cool. So let's let's hop off. Um, and let me listen. Let me listen to the playback. It's going to take a little time for it to load. So okay. Give me like, give me like five minutes. Sure. Okay. okay. All right, bye. Where did you go, my love? Do, 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 do. Where did you go? I wanna know. Na, na, na. Da, na, na, na.
where did you go? Where did you go? Oh, 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 where did you go? Oh, ah, there you are. All right. And we're back. That sounded good. Yeah, it sounded good. Um, Maybe oh. that would be better. Blurry background. <laughs> crap back there. <laughs> I was also just wondering if there was a way to. Um, you can like uh, download backgrounds, or I think Zoom offers backgrounds. Or maybe not. Maybe I'm lying about that. I don't know. No, they do. Yeah. Like I can be in San Francisco. Oh, you're in the West Coast uh, with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> Little did you know. Um, I can oh. be on the moon. Oh my gosh, I look like I'm in that movie. Um, but I like that one. <laughs> you're, oh, what am I doing? You liked which one? The The space one. Space, space one. I did too. I like the colors of that. But... Oh, I like it. That's <laughs> funny. I go with it. Um, does that look weird? It doesn't. It's just funny looking because it looks like you're just <laughs> like somewhere random. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I'm, Sandra, I like it. I'm Sandra Bullock <laughs> in Gravity. <laughs> this is the whole movie. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Um, um, good movie, by the way, with a female lead, which is exactly what we're talking about. Well, not exactly, but similar to what we're talking about in this episode. I really liked that movie, actually. I feel like a lot of people made fun of it, but I kind of liked it. Gravity? Yeah. Oh. I would yeah, not it watch it again, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not really the, the one you rewatch over and over. Well, I don't think... I imagine like as a filmmaker and especially as an actress because she's acting by herself most of the film yeah imagine that must have been an interesting challenge but I also would not want to watch it again because I love her but like what two hours of just watching her just floating <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> like you know like take so much of that <laughs> but, yeah. all right well before we get started, I am going to get my wine. Sounds good. I uh, was going to actually be creative and make a cocktail for this podcast episode, but I forgot ingredients. So I ended up getting a $6 canned wine Ooh. Oh, from Whole Foods. Good. They should sponsor this. Lubanzi proudly made in South Africa um I I normally never drink canned or boxed wine but because I live alone I I can't just open bottles of wine because that's insane so um let's do a little, little ASMR here I did not hear that at all. <laughs> I'm trying to put it up to the mic so I can like I can hear it. Maybe in the recording you can hear it. Cheers. Cheers. I'm I'm on my water kick still, so oh you can't even see it. <laughs> this well, is a bottle of water. <laughs> well, cheers to the water. Yes. <laughs> Just I might have to take 
All right. Well, technically, this is episode one. I know we did episode one last year, but it was kind of all over the place, that one. And we didn't really have like a a goal for it. Although, I mean, this this goal that we have for like this season was really difficult to implement, I guess I'll say. Um, Obviously, you and I have tried to like find movies and shows that are directed and written by women um which do exist but we don't have all of the streaming platforms and i think the streaming plat- plat- platforms that we were uh we were looking on was either hbo max netflix apple tv which was like the worst one and disney, disney Plus. and there were movies but there there wasn't much of a selection um and the whole goal of this season was to like just uh review movies written and directed by women and not just white women but like women of color too which was also difficult because <laughs> mm-hmm. even yeah. though we were finding um shows and and move and uh, movies when it was directed by a woman or written by a woman it was like a white woman which is fine like I support that I want to watch it too but like that was it you know so um anyways and of course there's other shows like um you know like Mindy Kaling shows and stuff like that but still I wanted to like get like a good a good hefty list and we didn't really have that long of a list so yeah we'll yeah. we'll slowly slowly start <laughs> and find and find good shows and movies along the way I know there's like a, a lot out there but there's not I think when we were doing research on those streaming platforms Oh no, we didn't do HBO Max. I lied. We did Apple, Netflix, and Disney. Is that it? I think you did look at HBO Max. Yeah, because I feel like it. Oh, you know why? No, HBO Max does have a lot of films and shows written and directed by women. But I was supposed to share the password with you, and I forgot to. Or we did. Oh, that's right. I wasn't able to log in. Yeah. Well, even still, though, it was. I think, you know, I, I was thinking about this after we we were um on zoom last or uh trying to figure out what we were going to do for the season and then I was thinking about it afterwards and you know we did talk about this while we were searching (laughs) um but how it the industry is changing you know like I'm not I'm not necessarily you know I'm not like this is an injustice or anything like that but um I think what was discouraging and I was thinking about it even afterwards, I'm like, it was so discouraging because we were actively looking for, you know, for, for shows and films. And it's one thing for, for it not to just kind of come up and be in your face, but when you're actively looking for um, work that has been created by women and you're just hitting a wall, hitting a wall, hitting a wall, even stories that you would think would be directed by a woman, um you know ones with strong female leads or just female focused stories and they're not that's even more discouraging um in my opinion but it it is changing so i'm i'm hopeful that over the next few months or so that we can keep looking and find find some more to add to the list yeah and i think cuz I, I had a thought while watching captain marvel so that was the movie that we chose to watch for this first episode just like a fun movie just to start off the season um 
I, I, I'm going to be really honest with you. I didn't finish it. Neither did I. I was like, oh my God. I was getting so nervous when you were talking because I'm like, she's going to talk about the ending and I didn't even finish it. I could not for the life of me finish it. As soon as it started, Mm -hmm. I was bored out of my mind. I was on TikTok Mm -hmm. and then I took a nap. (laughs) And I mean, my problem is too, I I used to be a huge fan of like Marvel DC films. And then at some point I I just fell off the wagon. I, I couldn't really stay focused on it anymore um but <clears throat> what's interesting with Captain Marvel which what what I the reason why I didn't like it so much um I, I like the actress I I really liked her like I liked her as Captain Marvel I thought I liked her a lot I just the the, the movie and a lot of the messaging in the very first half that I did watch maybe it's maybe it's like a pivot afterwards I don't know but I guess I'll never know um I I was talking to a friend of mine uh, who's a director, actress, um, Megan. I think I've spoken about her to you. Um, and we're pitching um, <clears throat> my short series to get funding. And our our issue with pitching was like everything that we're seeing, and, and we could talk about this because we actually discovered this when we were looking at some films on Apple TV. A lot of like the films, I don't know about series, like I guess films, but in in the US that's written or directed by a woman, it's always politically driven or it's always about empowering women. Yeah. And it's like, like, first of all, putting a woman in the director role or in the writer's role or in a lead role is already empowering itself. Like, I don't know why we we need to talk about female empowerment all the damn time like if it's relevant to the story then yes but if it's like not relevant like you really need to and I I felt like when watching Captain Marvel there was just so much of that messaging of like this really cool dope woman like you know being very I mean obviously she's a superhero so I guess you know if that makes sense (laughs) but it was already like a lot of that messaging immediately that I was just like trying to find out who she is and her identity and being really cool and hopping on a motorbike and like wearing oh my god like it was just yeah like I I see that happening all the time and it's like it's exhausting and I mean you brought up that point too when we were doing research uh with Apple TV um you mentioned a lot of the films that we kept uh, coming across written by a woman or directed by a woman it was always like either about death (laughs) <laughs> yes <laughs> it was always something very depressing like that or there was as you were talking the one that came into my head was the documentary there was a documentary I want to say it was on Apple TV but I don't know for sure and it was I think it was just called women actually and it was about injustices to women around the world yeah that was like the one that and I'm like this isn't the only thing that we can tell stories about. We know what our injustices are. Not, not, not to discredit that work at all. It's just, you know, it, it's, I know exactly what you mean. And even watching the Captain Marvel film, I felt that way actually from the very beginning as well. Um, the, the fight, you know, the fight scene was that, that was Jude Law in the film, right? Yeah. It's kind of surprised to see him in this movie, but um but yeah, the, even from the very beginning, that and then she overpowers him. And <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, go ahead. I'm like, he's so beautiful. He's so hot. I'm just. 
<laughs> he is. Oh, he he <laughs> definitely is. But I was surprised to see him in a, I, I don't know, you're, you're much more well-versed in these types of films than I am. So I don't know. I was like, is that Jude Law? It is him. Yes. <laughs> um, but, uh, but anyway, so I, I agree with you, what you were saying there. Yeah. And it's not like I don't, I don't mind those stories. I mean, we were saying that too, like in that conversation that we had, which we should have recorded because that whole, yeah. that whole, that whole journey was interesting, but I don't mind it. Like, I don't mind like the female empowerment roles and the strong female. I don't mind it. Or like, you know, oh, it was, there was that one movie with Elizabeth Moss on Apple TV and that was linked to, that story was linked to assault. And it's like, Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. like a lot of these female characters are always like dealing with assault too. Like it's either assault, death, some sort of injustice. And it's like, it's fine, but why don't I, I can we talk about something else? <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, and, and I think you and I both know this well, because we've both worked on creative projects before. And I know one of the things I always try to do, especially having you know, studied directing, like, you know, take on directing projects myself, like, I always try to find projects that are different, that tell different stories, because I'd never want to be pigeonholed into, well, you, you only kind of tell this type of story, or, um, you know, you only do stories about women, or, you know, and that's, I'm, I'm really proud of the fact that I haven't done that. Um, But at the same time, and I'm sure you're the same way, you know, when, when you're, thinking about writing even the project that we're sort of brainstorming right now um trying to adopt different perspectives and I really I enjoy that part about you know kind of having those conversations with you as we're working through and just having these initial brainstorming sessions about that Mm -hmm. but um but it just seems at least right now there's so there's so few of those stories um that are you know, that women are allowed to, to tell. Um, I'm, I am hopeful that it's changing because I think there is so much in the film industry in general that is changing, Mm -hmm. uh, especially getting more, more women involved in the production side. But, um, but still, like I said, I think it was just that we were, we were actively searching for something. And that's probably why we kept hitting a wall, you know, when you're really looking for it, but I agree with you. I'm I'm not saying any of this to be pessimistic, like at all. It's I am hopeful that things are changing and that like, you know, there's still opportunities like that. And there are stories out there. Like I think Mindy Kelly does a good job of like bringing a lot of the silliness and the ridiculousness to characters and like um I'm trying to think like I'm thinking of like past movies like uh see the thing is like I, I always uh, shows I mean another show I wanted to like put on our list was I hate Susie but that's on HBO Max so I'm gonna have to give you the password so you can actually watch it um but that's not even like an American uh uh piece like a lot of mm-hmm. I've noticed that a lot of like American film and TV are always like geared towards pol- like the political atmosphere and like I guess like the female empowerment atmosphere and it's like no I want to I want to see films that like we could like make fun of ourselves or like just show the ridiculousness of things and like not all women are empowered females like all the time or not all women go through assault or like violence like (laughs) 
you right. know, it's just like there's like other things happening too. But I mean, of course, like um there will be changes in the future. But yeah, watching Captain Marvel, I I I, I could I couldn't take it. What was also interesting, I think when I looked it up, let me know if I'm incorrect here, but it looked like there were three different directors. One of them there's were they two. two women? So technically, oh, two. no, it was a it was a man and a woman. Oh, a man and a woman. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Which is which is also interesting. Um, yeah, I, I was kind of trying to consider that as I was watching it for some reason. I think because I knew we were going to be talking about it. But um, yeah, I, you know, personally, I think you, you might know this about me, Keish, but like, I don't, I can't get into those films anyway, <laughs> you know, and I really thought I was like, you know what, if I, if I just sit down and like actually watch it, and this was a good reason for me to do that like maybe that will change my mind but yeah I agree with you as soon as it started it just like this alternative universe and I mean I just immediately get pulled out of films like that and I know that there's a whole fan base behind Marvel DC that just love 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 everything about them but um, I've never been one of those people so I actually thought I was really relieved actually when you texted me and was you know you know, sort of giving some of your opinions beforehand, because I'm like, all right, it wasn't, it wasn't just me and sort of my um, antagonistic view towards these, towards these types of films anyway. But uh, yeah, I agree with you. As soon as it started, it was very slow moving. And then, you know, there were parts of it, it, it was funny, there was a part where, um, I was trying to, I don't even remember what happened. I, I was trying to follow. I felt like some of it I couldn't quite follow. But, but anyway, there was a part where um, she, I think she's back on earth or sort of in our quote unquote normal world. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, and I actually thought the movie was over. It looked like it was sort of like, like it had this like little bit of a climax and then it was kind of coming down and, and resolving and I was like wow that was a that was a quick two hours and I looked at the thing and it was like an hour and a half left and I thought oh there's still a lot more to go so I kept watching and then I felt like there was another moment where that happened as well and I was like okay is this the end and I kind of looked at the <laughs> and I was like nope that's not the end either only so five minutes have passed <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. like oh yeah only been four minutes and 30 seconds but you know it kind of felt like like there were these mini stories kind of within the whole movie and it just I don't know for something maybe maybe that's why it felt a little grueling to get through I don't know no I I get it the last so I I used to be huge on Marvel and DC films like going to the theater all the time for it um it stopped after Wonder Woman came out because when I saw Wonder Woman I was like wow this is a really good film like it's really good and then after that I don't know what I saw after that and I was like oh like nothing's the same because it's just all repetitive movies like I can't even tell you I can't even differentiate like the superhero uh films anymore because they're all the same at this point um except for like you know Batman Begins and that whole error with Christian Bale I love so much and you know actually the Joker was a good film too okay I'm now I'm going yes. off. I'm going off in a different direction sorry <laughs> I agree with you that but yes go ahead oh did you see the Joker <laughs> I did yeah yeah I actually watched it um I've, I've seen it a couple times and I watched it um a couple weeks ago 
actually. Oh. I really, yeah, for the second time. That was my second time seeing it. Oh my um, God. That's I really cool. enjoyed that as well. So yeah, I mean, when I say, and you know, even superhero films though, it's, it really yeah. depends because I remember being a kid and when like, you know, when Spider-Man came out, the one with Tobey Maguire, I loved that movie. Um, and then it was just like, I haven't seen any of the remakes. I'm not really interested in them, but to be honest with you, but um, I agree. Christian Knight, Christian Knight, <laughs> Christian Bale. <laughs> the other, the other guy. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is, yeah. <laughs> Christian Bale in um, Dark Knight. We're getting it all confused now, yeah. <laughs> I think I one of the times correctly too, so don't feel bad. I think it's the Batman Begins. I don't think um, correct. I think it's like the Dark Knight, right? Dark Knight and then Dark Knight Rises, right? I love those films too. And the Joker, I really, I was not expecting to like it, but my brother had seen it and was like, oh, it's really good. You should see it. And, and I loved it. I thought it was so, it was so different, you know, that sort of dark, gritty, yeah. um, like, I just, I loved it. Um, so, yeah, but there's something, there's something very different, I think, about those films than there is about yeah um, some of these kind of Marvel, like, I, I agree with you, this kind of like, you know, super powerful, all uplifting. It's just, I, I don't know. I think it depends, because like, it's either, it, it, like, it's, it's good when it's really like fun and then it's good when it's like you know like like joker because i saw thor in theaters last year and um it was just an all-around fun film like it was just mm -hmm. super fun and i enjoyed watching the film because there wasn't any like there was a bit of messaging in there too but like not it wasn't heavy it was just very light like comic messaging I mean I think comic books just have that they always have a message but it's like it's not as heavy it's just your story being entertained and I feel like when I watched Thor I was just purely entertained and I was like this is this is nice I can deal with it there's a little bit of sadness there's a little bit of creepiness here and there but it was like quick and yeah it. and it's like this is what I like this is what I want I don't need if I want to watch a film where I'm being like a message of being pushed down my throat, you know, it's like, it has to be relevant to the plot. Like, I'm just trying to think. Um, I mean, I get, I mean, you know, I'm trying to think of a movie that I've watched recently that had heavy messaging, but you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I watch it for that. But if I'm watching like Captain Marvel, I'm like, and then it immediately started with that whole like female empowerment, like sort of theme. It's like, I, she's already a superhero we get it but she is empowering yeah <laughs> and I will say I mean not having it's it is difficult where I too didn't finish the film but there didn't seem to be I made it most of the way through I think I had about I honestly think I have about 20 minutes left um you made it further than I did I like I, just, I have about like, <laughs> like 50 minutes left or something <laughs> um but there didn't there also didn't seem to be a whole lot of character development and I was interested to see like initially because because of that right and I agree with you there was this like here she is she's this, like powerful yes she's a superhero but I'm like okay but then what happens to her and I and then even the things that did happen to her I'm like I don't know that there was really enough to fulfill any sort of character development there um so I mean like you said at the beginning of this like unless there's some really sharp twist that that I'm missing um 
I, I think that also makes it just fall really flat. It's going to make any story fall flat. Yeah. I looked at the ratings for um, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Uh, wait, is that the name of the movie? I'm like, wait. Yeah, Captain Marvel. All these names now. I'm like, wait, I, am I saying it? Um, the ratings were pretty low. Oh, was, were they? Yeah, I looked it up because I was like, did this movie, I, I know people really liked her. But I was like, was the movie even like good compared to you know what credits were saying? And I looked it up, and it, it was it was not it was not that low, but it was like in the sixty percentile. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> but yeah. Do you know? Do you know when this movie came out offhand? What year it was? Twenty 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 nineteen twenty eighteen. Oh, okay. It wasn't that long ago. Okay. I think I think one of the Avengers films she was in. One of the Infinity War, or uh, I forgot which which one the other one was called. Um, but she was in one of those films. It was exciting. She came on, and I was like, "Oh, this girl!" Yeah, but, of- yeah. I definitely don't think it was an issue with the acting at all. I think it was I an issue her. with the writing. Yeah, yeah, I actually loved her. I was like, "Oh, she's dope," but yeah, yeah, <laughs> which which sucks when it's like. I that sucks when like the actors are really good and the movie is just not I mean yes. playing alongside Samuel L. Jackson which also sucks because he's phenomenal too so it's like the duo is like nice but yeah it's funny I've heard people say uh, I've heard maybe you've heard this too that uh, you know any actor that is really good can can really tell a story and make it good you know um like I've heard people say that but I really don't think that that's the case um I've also seen you know plays I remember being in grad school and like seeing the play that um was it was a Tennessee Williams cat on a hot tin roof and it was terrible. It was one of the worst things I've ever seen. And the acting was really good. Um, but the direction was very bad. You know, it's a Tennessee Williams play. So, I mean, you know, I'm not going to speak so much on that, but, but, um, you know, I, so I really don't think that that's the case. Um, and I think this is just another example of that. Cause I agree with you. I thought she was a great, great in that role. Um, and the other actors too. I mean, you have Samuel Jackson. Yeah. Um, I think he was the only other really notable one, right? But or um, who's the woman? Well, Jude Law. What's that? And Jude Law. Don't forget. And Jude Law. Oh my gosh! Yes. Actually, yeah, a lot of notable people on this one. Um, <laughs> we won't forget Jude Law. Um, <laughs> um, and the woman, I always forget her name, but anyway, the, the woman that she sees when she's like, you know, when she's, I don't know if she's in her memory or whatever, whatever is happening there. Um, and she's trying to like come out of that. Oh, that woman, yeah. Older woman. I don't know. You know. Thing, but yeah. But anyway, so, um, so yeah, I definitely see it as, as there's a big issue with either it's, to me it's it's either the writing or the directing or both um and I just think because it was so dull from the beginning that's definitely um an issue with the writing in my opinion um with this with this film so yeah bit of a struggle to get through unfortunately I I was looking back at our our text earlier and I I wrote to you (laughs) I wrote to you oh you wrote um 
you wrote, I, I got through about an hour this afternoon of the film, need to finish the rest. And I wrote back to you, this movie is crazy boring, help. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then you said, I just finished recording a message. My last line was, I need to finish that damn movie. Totally thought it was me. <laughs> and I wrote to you, I'm drinking a smoothie and all I want is wine to get me through it. <laughs> yep. I have other topics to chat about relating to films uh, because this movie, I just can't. And then you wrote, thank God. And you sent me a gift. <laughs> Yep, I sent the gif of the person praying. Right. <laughs> yeah. But um, I just, well, and that was the other thing, right? As I was watching, because I knew we were going to be talking about it, I thought I was actually nervous because I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to say about this. Like, I don't, I hate, I hate, you know, sitting there and just bad mouthing a project like that. But it yeah. was just, I really didn't have anything to say about it. It was just there you know as a movie it wasn't really um it it didn't do anything for me certainly so yeah no I gotta we're not being negative Nancy's we're just being honest in a nice way (laughs) (laughs) female directors um I want to dance with somebody was directed by a woman oh was it oh my god what's her name I always say her name incorrectly and I was gonna bring it up that was actually filmed around here, Boston area. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah, well, at least part of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh my God, what is her name? Cassie Lemons or Casey Lemons? Okay. I I was gonna go watch it last. Oh, I lost our Zoom. Where's our Zoom? We're gonna get kicked off, but we can we can hop back on. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I was gonna watch it last weekend. So I'm probably gonna try to catch it this weekend, but um, the timing, the time of the of the show was like too. It was like too late for me to watch it. Like I, my schedule was like off, so I couldn't watch it in the time that I wanted to watch it. So I ended up watching. Um, I ended up seeing the whale because it's still playing in theaters. Apparently, I didn't even know that. Um, and I was like, oh hell yeah, I'm gonna like watch. I'm gonna go see this. Have you seen it? No, and actually, as you're talking, I know you sent me a message about it a couple of days. Was it last week? Girl. Saw, um, and Girl. I forgot to respond, but I have not seen it. I mean, I know it's not written and directed by a woman. It's a play by whatever. It doesn't matter. I mean, there are some female actresses in there that are top notch. But oh my god, I so for me, I I have a hard time watching movies and. TV shows because like when they're good they're good but like I get like bored very fast and very easily um like I told you Squid Game since Squid Game I have not seen a good show as good as Squid Game not not that they're bad you know I've seen White Lotus and House of Dragon and it's great but like Squid Game since I've seen that I have not seen anything you mean that in terms of like really grabbing your attention yeah and then uh, The Whale I saw it and girl every single second of that movie like every second every moment like I was I was pulled in mm-hmm. for the entire I don't know how long it was like two hours maybe like I and I never I haven't felt that in and well I guess in a theater and in, in a while like you know yeah. I've, seen, I've seen Avatar I've seen uh you know uh the Banshees of Inisher and uh Minions <laughs> But like the whale, like it was just 
I mean, first of all, I love Brendan Fraser. Like when I was a kid, he was like my celebrity crush. And <laughs> so sad to hear that he was like banned from Hollywood for a while. I can't even like get over that. But like, um, yeah. but he was just so amazing. I just. All right. You've convinced me to go see this. And I'm not even like hyping <laughs> it up. Like I was, I, I mean, I knew, I heard about the, the hype around it. I heard about the awards. I heard about his standing ovation. I heard about all that stuff. Um, but then when I watched it, I was like, oh shit, these people were not kidding. This Mm -hmm. is a great film and great story and great performances, like all around. Yeah. It does seem rare, you know, now I I've had this thought too, because I, you know, growing up, that's what we did. We went to the movies all the time. Right. Um, and up until, I don't know, last year. I went to the movies a few times last year and prior to that I hadn't been in maybe five years like four or five years now I know we had COVID and everything but but still um it was just not something you know and even before grad school because we we would go when I was in grad school too and before that we didn't really go to the movies much so um but as a kid you know I remember and like teenager I remember going a lot and having that experience a lot where you were just completely absorbed into the film right you kind of forget where you are that feeling of forgetting where you are and being so pulled into something um and now and I don't know I I mean no doubt in my mind that part of it is the technology right and our attention spans and all of that but you know at the same time I mean here you are talking about like that's really encouraging to hear that you watch something that really has pulled you in. Cause I don't think I've had that experience in a long time. And I have seen films that, you know, recently that I've liked, but to the point where you're, you're so, um, you know, so invested in it and really pulled into that world. I've not had that in a long time. So now you've convinced me to go see this film <laughs> because I can tell you that Captain Marvel certainly did not do that for me. <laughs> It was pretty much the exact, the exact opposite, you know, like, like you said, being on TikTok or scrolling through, I had the same experience watching this. So, um, yeah, definitely, definitely. I, yeah, I, I've, I've been watching more movies in the theater since I've been back in Los Angeles because I think COVID really messed that up too. Like, yeah, you know, we all have that experience of getting used to certain habits and one of that one of those habits was like not going to the movies because you know and then once things got back to normal like I I, I just ended up not going just because it wasn't in the forefront of my mind but then um then I've like I I ended up wanting when I moved here I was like all right it's time for me to like do something let me just go to the theater and that was around the time that Top Gun came out and thank goodness Top Gun was my first movie since COVID because that was like chef's kiss. Like it was just such a good experience. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, that was a good movie theater experience, that movie. And then I saw a few others since then. But since then I saw a few others that I really liked. Um, but I would say The Whale was like, um, I also, I think I was also blown away because I didn't know the story so much. Like usually when a movie comes out or even a TV show or anything like comes out, I try not to like hear too much about it. I want to like be as surprised as possible. Um, For example, The White Lotus, like people talk about it so much, but I'm like, don't tell me. I don't want to hear. I want to watch it and see for myself and like 
um, not knowing anything about it. And I ended up enjoying it. I, I loved it. And so, so yeah, so the whale, I didn't like look it up. I didn't like look at the story. I just heard briefly like what it was about. And that was it. And when I saw it, it was, I, I was blown away. So mm-hmm. go watch it. <laughs> yeah, we should have done, oops, sorry. We should have done our, had we known. We weren't going to have I much know. to talk about with Captain Marvel. I know. It was um, funny because I was like, I'll talk about some other stuff and hopefully this weekend I'll watch Whitney Houston's movie and we can yeah. talk. <laughs> Definitely. Well, I, I am I am glad that we we talked about the experience of, you know, trying to find movies because I think that was, you know, one of the biggest issues that we've run into anyway. I mean, and I think that we probably will continue to. Yeah. Uh, with the podcast series, and and it's important because that's what you want to focus on for this season, right? Is is work that's, you know, written and directed by women. So, um, so I'm glad we were able to at least talk about that, um, because that was that was one heck of an experience <laughs> being on Zoom, uh, and trying to find trying to find work to to review, but, um. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know what else to say about Captain Marvel. It just was not, like I said, it didn't do anything for me. Um, the acting was was good, you know. But other than that, I I can't really, and and you know, it's funny. I know we're gonna be cut off soon. Um, to, you know, once we get cut off. Okay. Just don't forget what you're saying. Okay. I won't say it then. I'll wait. <laughs> Should we just hop Special off? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I just hop off and then hop back on. Okay. And we're back. Oh, you're still in space. <laughs> I know. I actually, when I was waiting, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to put my background back on. But here I am. Santa Bullock again. <laughs> um, good thing we uh, paused. I erupted into a coughing fit after that. Oh, oh my God. First year. So, I, we'll I we do. Into, uh, into a full bladder. I got a pee fit. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah have, that was have, good you, have you seen um this is so random but have you seen I think it's Bill Burr's last stand-up I don't know if it's his last stand-up or or if it's just one of the latest specials on Netflix um but one of his last stand-ups was really funny because he talks a lot about like feminism and stuff not in a bad way but like um like just making fun of it and he was saying um and I'm probably gonna butcher this of what he said so I apologize in advance for butchering it but he he does talk about um uh female sports 
um, like professional female sports and like mm-hmm. how um, a lot of like women either in sports or sports fans or like women who are feminist um, will always claim like, you know, men should care about this issue too, that like uh, women in sports don't get as much, um, I don't know what he said, like uh, visibility or support as much as like men do in sports. And um, Bill Burr was just saying, he was just like, but it's not, it's not really for me to like care. Like women should be the one that should be supporting uh, women's sports, but you ladies aren't watching sports. You're watching reality TV because that's what you like. And it was the funniest thing that I watched because I was like, he's absolutely right. Like, I don't want to watch like women's sports. Like I want to watch like reality TV, like housewives. I hate to say that. (laughs) yeah it it was like extremely sexist but also very true like um and this kind of goes back into like the conversation about like I guess I I, I hate to shit on Captain Marvel so much I'm not shitting on it I think it's just an easy example but about like these you know uh storytelling about female empowerment it's like it's not a bad story to tell it's just like when you're constantly seeing that it's like we don't want to just see that all the time like women being shitty to each other or being crazy or just being like insane or just being super dramatic is really entertaining to watch and I'm gonna watch that instead. <laughs> right right I am not yeah. second by the way I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> disclaimer it's funny because it's like when I say it out loud I'm like wow I sound really sexist but like I, I can't I can't help it you know like no it's true it's true I, I I agree with that as well I mean um especially yeah the women's sports things yeah you can't um you can't you certainly can't blame them men for that um and you can't blame male athletes athletes for that either but you know yeah it's it's interesting because I feel like even when we were trying to find uh films and shows to watch there was a lot even even on the list that we have like there are some that I'm really looking forward to watching but you know there were there were some that we came across that I was just like no we're not gonna watch that no I'm not watching that you know like it just was not interesting enough it wasn't engaging enough to me like even just the description so um you know and and when you start seeing the same kind of themes over and over again like how much of that can you really see and how much of it can you talk about so I don't know. I think what I was saying before um, is with Captain Marvel's, you know, the, I guess the other thing that you could say about it from a cinematic perspective is the special effects that were, that were used in it. Really, like, I find that stuff really cool to see, you know, um, from a production perspective, like how they do it and the things that they can do now in film. But, you know, I, I'm also really turned off by films that use so much special effects um um and in ways that you know like this this you know crazy alternative universe kind of a thing um because like I said before it's just something that kind of pulls me out of it but 
um, you know, when it's being used for other things um, and in different ways, I think that's really cool. You know, like we, I know we've talked about uh, the Irishman before, right? Which again, not directed by a woman, certainly, but, um, but um, how they were able to use like de-aging technology, right? For actors, but I thought was really interesting. Um, and so I'm fascinated by stuff like that, but um, so I guess you could say visually the film, you know, Captain Marvel looks really interesting, you know, visually, but, uh, again, if there's no story there, really, it's just, it's really, you know, nothing to write home about. Yeah. I think it depends. Like my opinion is like, it's just a hit or miss. Like sometimes it works really well. And sometimes it does take me out. Like when I saw Avengers Infinity War and Endgame, I thought it was going to take me out, but I actually really liked it. I ended up really liking it. Something about it, it just didn't seem as distracting as I thought it would be. Mm. Um, but I understand what you mean. Sometimes it's like a little too much. Um, I saw Avatar two weeks ago. And I've never seen Avatar. Oh, you should watch it for like, I mean, the story is not the greatest, but <laughs> but the movies are more geared towards the special effects. Like that's what you're watching it for. Um, mm-hmm. The storyline is very, it's very flat. There's, there's like almost no storyline um, at all, but, um, but you're watching it specifically just for the visual effects. And it, it really is a beautiful film. And um I saw the movie two weeks ago and like I think watching it in cinema is like um it's really gorgeous to watch because you can see like how creative they get with it um mm. but yeah the story's kind of flat so yeah <clears throat> that's why I highly recommend watching The Whale because it's like you're watching like the performance and like the emotional through line and like all that good stuff you know not to say yeah. that like movies with special effects don't have that like Lord of the Rings was like special effects but you're you know you get like so emotionally like drawn into it you know but right yeah it's just when film and it's the same in theater as well right like I we actually worked with a theater director in grad school who um she used to say you know when you when you have bad actors in your play, like if you have actors that are are not good, not experienced, but there's nothing really you can do about it. She, she always used to say, use a lot of tech to make up for it. Use a lot of like, you know, visuals, right? <laughs> um, and uh, it's funny that always kind of stuck out, <laughs> stuck out in my head, but, but, you know, it's the same, like in, in film, it's like when, um, and I'm not saying that with this film or with any other ones that they really come to mind that they necessarily use all of that as a way to um, kind of overpower something else in the film. But, uh, but sometimes I do think it's used uh, just for the sake of, you know, maybe story is just okay. So we'll just use a lot of real like cool special effects to, to kind of boost it. Um, And you know, I don't know, maybe it works for some people and it never really works for me. Cause I, I really look for storyline above anything else. Yeah. Um, so you're, but you're, you're a theater director, so you know, well, well, 
Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say just theater, but like primarily theater. Like you work so closely with actors and all that stuff. So like that that makes sense as to why. Yeah, yeah. Which is why it's hard. It's hard finding films, and you know, I, I don't know, like stories that just really say something and not not are just you know they're not just you know message movies or anything like that but um I love finding realism in stories and sort of whatever that is you know whatever way that's told so um it's not to I mean I don't know if I told you this I don't know if I ever told you this but uh, when I was going to grad school I was trying to decide whether to go to film study film or study theater and I ended up at theater school Mm -hmm. um but film is very much part of my background. It's like, I, I love it, you know, and I always have. So, um, you know, I am fascinated in, in, you know, by how how films are created, how these stories are told on screen and everything. And obviously I've worked on film projects. I've worked with you, um, you know, done some smaller stuff in grad school, but it was still, you know, like when you're when you're trying to find stuff to watch that you really want like you really want it to have an impact on you it's really hard you know I find it really really difficult so I don't know if it's just because I'm picky (laughs) um, when it comes to that type of thing but um, you know I I have a list of movies that I love and ones that I will watch over and over again but uh, you know it's difficult and so then when you're narrowing it down and you're trying to find ones that you know are are told stories that are told by women specifically it's even harder because that's not something that's traditionally been done in in film you know yeah I also wonder I also wonder like sometimes I'm like the target audience of like women in general it's like what do they want like do they want sex in the city type of like stories or do they want like um What's that movie called? He he said, she said movie about Harvey Weinstein. Like, do they want that instead? Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's just such a divide in like that target audience because I'm not on the he said, she said, I forgot what the movie's called, but the Harvey Weinstein movie, <laughs> you know, like yeah. I am interested in the story, but it's like, it's so soon to tell that's, well, I don't know if it's soon, but it's like, it's almost like they're pushing that narrative just because it's so relevant right but also it just happened so recently so it's like why am I being told the story when it's already in like current events yeah that always bothers me too about films and and with film it's done so often I mean I'm not gonna say that you know that it's a market there's a market out there and they can sell it like yeah but it's like that you know um I saw something recently I don't know I mean the, the example the other example that comes to mind is the Mark Wahlberg film that was done about the, the the Boston Marathon bombing, the Patriots Day, whatever it was called. It was just, oh, I, didn't I didn't either. <laughs> I had no reason <laughs> to watch it because I lived through it, right? And yeah, yeah. the Harvey Weinstein thing, it's like, because it was so recent, I mean, you're right. I agree with you. Like that happens over and over and over again. Um, and yeah, to me, it's just, it's, it's unnecessary. Um, you know, I, I hate to say that, especially with, with that type of thing, because I mean, that might upset people, but you know, because it's, you know, giving people a chance to tell their stories and all of that. But it's like, 
I don't know, that's not the only narrative that we can tell, you know, I think you do bring up an interesting point, though, is like, what do, um, what do people want to see? And I'm not going to say just women audiences, because you want women to tell the story, but you want the audiences to be everybody and anybody, right? So it's like, what type of stories do they want to see? Um, you know, I mean, I, I kind of felt this way, though, when, you know, years ago, when the whole race issue was being brought in ethnic, you know, minority issue was being brought into Hollywood, because, you know, there were, there were people that, you know, at the time, I remember it was like, a lot of people saying, well, it's not that, you know, um, these stories, like, there's not enough stories about, you know, say, you know, black women or Asians or, you know, whatever. It's just that, um, or no, no, what people were saying, it's not that they're not being cast. It's just that there's not enough stories um, for people like that. There's not enough stories about those people, right? And, you know, I, I remember thinking at the time, and I still feel this to this day, it's like, I see all these films that if you replaced it with a person of color, really wouldn't make much difference, right? <laughs> right? There's no reason that they can't tell that same story, right? Um, and it's the same when you're talking about like who's who's directing the story, who's you know, um, who's you know on the other side of that, you know, the the production side, um, because really we can we can tell a lot of the same stories that that male directors can tell, um, you know. So I just I don't know. Um, I don't really know where I was going with that. <laughs> Just I, my I, I understand what you're saying because I want to add to your point because I, I have the same thought process as you it's like whenever you do see <clears throat> excuse me my throat oh my god the wine um when you do see a film or a show or any story with a minority cast in it usually it's always tied with their background somehow mm -hmm. and it's like like that's but again, like uh, you do need to show stories like that sometimes, but not all right. the time. It's like, right. why do we need to show that these people have immigrant parents? Why do we always need to show that this person is dealing with racism? Why do we like, it's like all the, all the time. Like, mm -hmm. no, like there are times where like, I, you know, as a brown woman, I encounter like heartbreak, like everybody else, but it's like, we're always seeing like, um, and again, I always tie back to like Mindy Kaling because I feel like, as you can tell, I like her a lot. Um, <laughs> you know, she, I think the reason why I loved well, my water, my throat getting dry. Um, <clears throat> the reason why Do you I have the same water bottle? Do you have the same water bottle? This darn galaxy. <laughs> yeah. I think we it's do. The yeah, one. Yes, the Berta one. Yeah. Oh, look at that. I love these. Black is it brown? Um, blue? Yeah. Um, Mine's blue, yeah. That's why you can't oh, see that's it. Why, yeah. that's why the reason why I loved her character in The Office is because, like, she wasn't, they weren't portraying her as, like, the Indian woman, even though they made jokes about her and, like, they made jokes about her eating beef and like celebrating Diwali, but then she would always be like, I don't really know what Diwali is, so whatever. Or like, I, you know, like she just was defying it. And like her character was basically this woman who was obsessed with celebrity culture and had a toxic relationship with her coworker. 
right she was an idiot like you know but it wasn't like (laughs) it wasn't like she was this token like brown girl where everything about her was Indian and everything about her was that she was brown and everything about her you know it's like and I feel like they played with that here and there quite often and it was funny that her character deflected all of that like whatever um but like sometimes when I see shows or movies where it's like it's just about that I get I get bored easily because I'm like I I, I lived through that. It's, it's, I don't, why do I need to see it over and 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 over again, you know? And it's, yeah, it's, right. I know we've talked about Bridgerton before, right? As an example, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. We talked about that last, last, when we were trying to record, do our yeah. recordings before. They, you know, at least the first season, I haven't seen the second season, to be honest, but um, at least in the first season, um, well, in the, the actor, um, black actor that's in it is not in the second season but you know it's the the whole issue around race and racism within that family is is really touched upon but it's so subtle and it's just oh, it doesn't wow. overpower the whole sh- the whole show right yeah. and I think that was done so well and that's what I really loved about that yeah. um, about that story I'm not a fan um, of Bridgerton but I do like what they were I, I do like what they achieved yeah like they did show diversity not just with skin color but even like body types and like you know people's looks like it's absolutely and they did that so subtly and like um again that show is not really like something I would watch it's not like I'm like I'm not the audience for that so I don't really like it as much but I like what they were doing and like that's that's what I want to see and like that's exactly what you're talking about is like you can switch up these roles and like it could change slightly based on the person's like skin color body type whatever but like in a very subtle way it doesn't need to be so out there and so right all the time right (laughs) and the same way that you know movies that are directed by women don't need to be about being women you know (laughs) or the injustices that women face or like you said being assaulted or you know anything like that it's just yeah, it started, it's getting to the point where, um, you know, it's, it's not that those stories shouldn't be told, but when that's the only thing that's being told, it just, it's exhausting, you know? It is. Um, I had a thought to that. I completely forgot what it was. Oh, what, what really bothered me when Hollywood tried to do remakes with all female cast mm-hmm. and Ocean's Eleven. I was like, this is not it. That's not, that's not, no. I watched those films and they were, they were so horrible. I couldn't even watch them. And I know, I know we've talked about this before yeah, too. I didn't either so, one of them. It is so cheap and it is not, yeah. it is not at all addressing the issue correctly you know so okay you want to see more women in film that doesn't mean you just take a movie that's already been done and just make an entirely female cast um I just yeah there's something about that that's just so ick to me um and and I I couldn't even watch them um there is though you know it's it's like okay so now we have all these women why not take that and make a new story and make something different right yeah it's like oh you just must follow it follow what the man's you know the men do in the <laughs> men too. Like, there needs to be yeah. a female james bond it's like no can you just recreate a new character <laughs> right exactly no, like, um 
I have that issue with remakes in general, though, and I, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but I just, I, I don't necessarily have an issue with remakes. I have a problem with the way that Hollywood does them because it's just the same, like, I mean, how many, you know, we talk about like these, you know, superhero movies, like how many super, how many um, Spider-Man movies have there been in the last like 30 years? It's like, it's crazy, right? You don't need that. Um, and just the amount of stories that have been told over and over and over again, all the remakes and like, I, I just, I don't get it. Um, and it really bothers me because there's so much and, and, you know, even people like yourself, Keisha, like you're like, you've written, you know, projects before you've written series before. And it's like, there's so many people out there that are writing these great stories that are never going to get to be told because they're just remaking the same thing. And so, oh, what spin can we take? We'll just remake it with women or, you know, whatever. Um, I mean, how awful would that, like, you know, that would be like, taking Ghostbusters and then remaking it with all like an entirely Asian cast or something it's like I don't know and if anything I find that more like offensive than it's probably meant to be right um like the best example I think about is um Bridesmaids yeah because people always refer to it as the female version of the hangover Mm. right which is what makes it so good because it's like you can't make a, a remake of The Hangover with women, but you can make right. a comedy that's similar to that, what bonds women together, and they go Absolutely. through all, all sorts of craziness. Is like bridesmaids. Like even even as you said, if if they were to remake Ghostbusters with an all Asian cast, it's like, well, it doesn't have to be a remake of Ghostbusters, but it could be something like Ghostbusters that that uh, that fits like um, an Asian uh, group or whatever. You know, it's like. That that makes more sense because you can you can tie in all these cultural things. It's the same thing with bridesmaids. It's like they were able to tie in so many jokes about what women go through with weddings and being mm-hmm. like all these different things. And like it it made so much sense because like how many things happened in that movie that was so relatable? Right. And that movie know. is great. Oh it's my so gosh, good. that's such a great film. Like losing so business, like um, not having enough money for uh, a wedding. Um, your friend chooses like another friend as her maid of honor, you having like um, a fuck buddy who doesn't even like you, you know, and like another guy really likes you, but you're like, I'm not, I don't deserve this kind of love. Like all of these relatable things. Mm-hmm. And like, that's what makes it so good. Right, right. I, I When I watched the Ghostbusters movie with like the all female cast, I'm like, I don't understand what I'm looking at here. Right. Right. I don't understand what I just put myself through. Which I never finished it by the way, because I couldn't make it through. I was like, I'm Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Ah, another one that we couldn't make it through. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know. It just makes you wonder. It's it's just I don't know. It's just it's so infuriating to me because there are like I said, there are just so many people that are writing and creating new work and trying to get their shows produced, trying to get, you know, their movies produced. And it's just, it, it's, you know, it's not going to go anywhere for some of them. Right. Um, I just, yeah, I just don't get it. But again, it's, it's, yeah, it's the same. It's, I think the same issues that are happening with, um, you know, 
you know, women in the industry, very similar, I think, in a lot of ways to what was happening years ago with the, the minority issue. So, you know, not to say I have, you know, I or we have all the answers to how to solve that, but I just know that what they're doing is not working. So. And this is why sometimes I resort to reality TV. Mm-hmm. I get so fed up that I'm like, I'm just going to watch a bunch of people yell at each other and <laughs> call it a day. I know it's like horrible. I, I, I hate reality TV so much, but I think what I love about reality TV, I find it so interesting. The thought of knowing how much footage they have. Yes. And knowing how much they edit to curate this wild story that probably didn't even exist in the first place. Yeah. Like yeah. that's that that gets me every single time. Like sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I watch like I watch like um I think the only thing I I really made it through was that uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Uh oh my god, what race did I watch recently? Um something about people getting married. Um it's on it's on, it's on on Netflix. Why can I think of it? Is that the Love is Blind? Love is Blind, yeah. I was going to say, yeah. Love is Blind is Love, and I'm like, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> that one, and I, I recently been watching Too Hot to Handle, um, mm-hmm. which, by the way, when I watch it, I watch it very choppy. Like, I don't watch it all the way through, because I, I, I can't, sometimes my, my brain can't, like, handle it. But, like, it is interesting to watch knowing, like, I'm like, I, did, this, did any of these things happen the way that it actually happened? Or are they just creating, like, this whole other story just to create drama? And it's totally right. creating drama. And it's just fascinating to watch it. And I'm just like, yeah. this, I can, I can settle with this sometimes because I can't handle watching. TVs the films that are <laughs> being produced. I know. I know. I totally agree with you. I was going to shut my brain up. And just call it a day yeah yeah um just to let you know my my battery savers on oh I... okay um well sorry, sorry quite a bit so we can savor this for the next time i don't even know what's on our list to watch next time oh i got it right here we have um Oh no, we haven't decided. <laughs> we have a list. Uh, where the Crawdad Sing was going to be. That's what oh, we yeah. have here. The Sex Lives of College Girls. The Power Power of the Dog. Yeah. Little Women. The Netflix series, not the movie. Yeah. These guys everywhere. There you are. Okay. So, do we want to? Well, episode one is the, the difficulty of planning podcast season. Episode one is what we listed here. <laughs> Yes, which is mostly what we talked about, which is good. Um, I'm going to go see the Whitney Houston movie. Okay. Um, I'll dance with, and I'll report back to you. Um, if you happen to see it too, that'd be awesome. But if not, okay. And then maybe where the crawdads sing, either where the crawdads sing or sex lives of college. Oh no, you wanted to see Power of the Dog. That one I really want to see. It looked really interesting. Okay, let's do Power yeah, can we do that next? <clears throat> and let's do Sex Lives of College Girls. At least, like, we don't have to watch the whole series, just... <coughs> okay. Wow. All right, so just tell me how much you want to watch of the series, then. Sounds good. Well, thank you for doing this with me. This was fun to just chat. Yeah. All around. <laughs> 
do you want do we need to record like an exit exude we did not record an intro so we did not you can do that now we did not record okay yeah let's see. Thank you.